everyone. Thanks for joining me today on another episode of 21 Sessions. As usual, thanks for joining me today on your Tuesday on episode number 67. I hope you guys have had a great week. Great week working, vacation, days off, working the weekend, not working the weekend, whatever day, whatever week it is for you. I hope you guys have had a good week since last week. Last week, we talked about starting a podcast. I, um, yeah, sorry, I talked about some questions on a post that I came across on Pinterest that now when I read back to those questions, it kind of does make sense as to if you're thinking about starting a podcast. So that was last week's episode, 67. And for this episode, we are now on episode number 67. And for this one, I've decided to talk about sports. Now, yeah, sports. Okay, so not just any old sport or any sport in general. We're not going to talk about football, basketball, baseball, or anything like that because I don't know nothing about those sports. The type of sport that we're going to be talking about this week is wrestling, WWE wrestling, the kind that Roman Reigns, John Cena does, wrestling, okay? Now, you guys know how big sports can be here in Hawaii. You know, if if it's, it's yeah, so here in Hawaii, sports are pretty big. Um, I notice... I would say football, of course, I know football is pretty big, not just we're here in Hawaii. I feel like in general, no matter where you're from, where you're located, I feel like overall football is a pretty big sport that everyone likes, as well as basketball. I know basketball is another big sport that everybody likes as well. And then also kind of going back to the football, oh, I'm sure basketball as well, but kind of going back. I know um, here in Hawaii, um, a lot of people, the, what is it, the University of Hawaii is like where most people go to play sports or it's like where it's known for people here in Hawaii that play sports is that University of Hawaii, which is a college. Um, people, yeah, that's a football team, University of Hawaii. There's also, also a basketball team. They also have a volleyball team as well. So yeah, a lot of good sports do come out of Hawaii that everybody is really big up. So yeah, overall, that's sports. I don't know about any of those sports. Don't ask me about the players. Don't ask me about the rules or anything like that, how things go, because I don't know about that stuff. What I do know about the sports is the WWE wrestling. And that's what, like I said, that's what we're going to be talking about for this episode. So hopefully you guys... um enjoy me talking about that because that is literally the only sport that I know I mean like I don't do you guys consider wrestling as a sport I mean I know like in high school and college and stuff they have activities for wrestling but I know a lot of people you know always say WWE wrestling oh that's fake that's not real kind of thing or they you know make some make some kind of comment like that towards WWE wrestling but anyways that's yeah so let's get the let's get the conversation going wrestling WWE wrestling why here are the reasons let me start off with the reasons why I enjoy WWE wrestling is for one it's entertaining I find it entertaining to me 
Um, don't ask me why. I just do. I, I guess maybe because I understand it. I understand it a lot more than I do with any other sports. So maybe that's why it's entertaining to me is because I understand what's going on. I understand what the rules are. I understand what the match is, what's, what goes on. You know, when, so, when the wrestlers have matches through stimulations, or, well, maybe it's not, maybe that's the wrong terminology, stimulation, but certain rules with certain matches. I'm familiar with the pay-per-views that they have going on um, as well. So, yeah, so I like WWE wrestling because it's entertaining, because I understand what's going on, and because I am more familiar with people in WWE wrestling. Excuse me. More familiar with people that are in WWE wrestling versus volleyball. I don't know. I'm not familiar with people in volleyball or baseball, football, basketball. I'm familiar with a few people such as Michael Jordan. The only two people I know in basketball is Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Magic Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Okay, yeah. So those are the few people that I know in basketball. Other than that, don't ask. I don't know anybody else. I'm 100% familiar with everybody in WWE wrestling. So those are my reason, my main reasons as to why I enjoy wrestling. It's entertaining. I understand it. I'm familiar with the people. Now, there's about four, three different WWE brands which is three different shows that are underneath the WWE brand that I watch. On Monday, on Monday, there's Raw. Raw was probably the, I think Raw is the first TV show that opened up under the WWE brand. I believe earlier, a couple months ago, I know sometime this year in 2023, they did, Raw did celebrate their 30th anniversary of when that show started. So 30, okay, 30 years ago that show started. Raw, 30, I was like three years old already. I was three, so I didn't know, obviously didn't know wrestling at the time. But yeah, so Raw, WWE Raw, Raw was the first show that opened up underneath the WWE brand, the longest running show so far, which is on Mondays. And then there's SmackDown. SmackDown, which comes on Fridays, Fridays is SmackDown. And SmackDown is pretty entertaining as well. With Raw, Raw's entertaining. Sometimes they have certain segments or certain shows of the week on Raw where they kind of just talk too much. And don't do a lot of matches. Which sometimes it does, it does get kind of boring. But I watch it anyway. So I keep myself updated with what goes on. But with SmackDown. SmackDown which is on Fridays. There is a lot of matches on that do occur more in SmackDown than Raw. But SmackDown is pretty entertaining as well. I would say it's more entertaining than Raw. But yeah. That's just my personal preference as to which one I enjoy watching, which is SmackDown on Fridays. And then there's also NXT, NXT, which is on Tuesdays. Now, NXT, I want to say it's it's only been around for about 10 years, around 10 years, 
I'm not too sure how long. I know SmackDown. I'm not too sure the exact years it's been around, but I know it's been around for many years since the '90s, since the '90s, and then Raw, of course, being the longest one around, which is about 30 years. So going back to NXT, NXT has been around for about 10 years, and it's it's um it's on Tuesdays comes on on Tuesdays with NXT. A lot of people, a lot of wrestlers. When you're starting out with wrestling, people, a lot of the wrestlers go to NXT. They start off their career in NXT. I guess you can say before、um, they start their career off on NXT before they get bumped up to either SmackDown or Raw. So you can say like NXT is kind of just helps you out, get helps you get your things together. You know, like as far as like trying to establish establish yourself as a wrestler, as you know, to help you figure out what you want to do in WWE wrestling. Now, yeah, so NXT has only been around for about ten years. A decent amount of superstars have started out in NXT and then moved on to either Raw or SmackDown. There has been a few superstars that are in SmackDown or Raw. And then went back down to NXT. So yeah, some star superstars do go back down to NXT if you've been on Raw or SmackDown. I guess if things aren't working out for them on Raw or SmackDown, they go down to NXT. So then yeah, and then they just end up staying there. But then and then and then same thing on NXT. There's a lot of superstars that are that are on NXT. That start their career in NXT and then they just stay on NXT. They don't leave NXT. They don't want to get bumped up to Raw or SmackDown or anything like that. They just stay to NXT. I guess that's because NXT show is a lot of there's a lot of action that goes on. A lot of more opportunities for some superstars to get a title match or just to even get a match in general. So maybe that's why majority of superstars go back down to NXT, or they just stay on NXT show and don't want to get bumped up to Raw or SmackDown, which is which is understandable. I understand that part. To me, it's understandable because if you watch Raw and SmackDown, some of the shows, the some of the segments on there, it's usually with the same people that are running the shows or the same people that they're constantly using on. Raw and SmackDown, and not really giving much other people, I guess, chances chances at either title matches or just to have some type of match in general, which is probably why NXT is the show to go to, you know, for opportunities and things. Which I don't blame, definitely don't blame any of the superstars if that is the case. But anyways, moving on from that. So those are the three shows that are under the WWE brand: Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Each show also has their own pay-per-views, pay-per-views which are usually on the weekends. It occurs during the weekends, so I think throughout. Yeah, I'm not. I I I forgot. I forgot to write down how many pay-per-view shows are、um, that occur throughout the year. But yeah, there's usually a decent amount of pay-per-view events that occur on the weekends throughout the year. Now, as far as the pay-per-view events go, I'm gonna mention some of the 
some of my favorite pay-per-view events that occur throughout the year that I enjoy watching, that I always look forward to watching every year. Okay, so pay-per-view events. Pay-per-view events, we'll start off with the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble, which happens at the very beginning of the year in January. It always happens around the, the same month. Same month every year. Every year is January. Now, Royal Rumble, there is, you know, each pay-per-view has like many, you know, some matches in between and everything. But each pay-per-view, there's always a main event matches that occur throughout the events. So with the Royal Rumble event, there's two main matches that I always look forward to. And everybody, and I'm pretty sure every superstar every year looks looks forward to the Royal Rumble event as well. Because with this event, the two matches is one match is for women and one matches are for the men. Now these matches are, I think they're called 30, it's um, over, oh, I don't know if it's, if it's a specific title for each match, for each each one. But anyways, with the Royal Rumble, the matches that are for the women and the matches that are for the men, which is there's, so okay, so I'll, I'll do the women's match. With the women's match, there's 30 women that enters the match. Okay, 30 women. And you have to throw over each woman over the top of the ropes to eliminate them from the match. Whoever the number one winner that survives, the number one person that survives that that 30 women match is the winner of the match and they get to pick which champion they want to challenge at the WrestleMania event. Oops, excuse me. So, yeah. 30 women and 30 men will fill up the matches. Of course, two separate matches, one for the women, one for the for the men. So 30 women and 30 men will fill up the match, will fill up the ring. And each person would have to get thrown over the match, over over the top of the ring, and that person is eliminated. It doesn't matter who eliminates them as long as that person gets thrown over the match and is over the top of the ring, top of the ropes, and they are automatically eliminated eliminated from the match. So the winner of the match is the number one winner of that match. The number the person that survives that match is the winner, and they yeah they get to choose who they want to challenge for the title, for the women's title or for the men's title at WrestleMania. And it's thirty women, thirty women and thirty men for each match, and they all they don't come in. All at the same time, it's usually two persons. Two person will enter the match. They will start the match up, and then I think every sixty seconds is um, another person that enters the match. And of course, you know when you enter the ring, they play your music and you go down the ramp and into the match. But yeah, every sixty seconds is a person that enters into the match. And then you get eliminated eventually and pick your winner as to who you want to challenge at WrestleMania for the title. So for this year's Royal Rumble, Asuka, Asuka won the match for the women. This is her second time actually winning the Royal Rumble, the women's match for the Royal Rumble. She actually, Asuka actually won the first 
match of the women's Royal Rumble. Um, I want to say the matches, the 30 women match for the Royal Rumble event. They probably only started doing that for the women. I want to say maybe about five years ago, they decided to let ha- to let the women have a royal thirty women royal rumble match where they get to choose who to challenge at WrestleMania for the titles. So for the women, yeah, it's been about five years they've done it. They've started this event years ago, and then um, I want to maybe like the eighties they started it, and it was only men royal rumble matches that occurred until later on in life when they did the women's about five years ago when they decided to let women have their own Royal Rumble match for the women. So Asuka was actually the first one that won. Asuka is the one that won the first match for the women's Royal Rumble match when they did that about five years ago. So Asuka won it this year in 2023. This is her second time in winning that match. Which she is facing the Raw Women's Champion, which is Bianca Belair. And then the men's the men's match, Royal Rumble's men's match, was won by Cody Rhodes. Um, Cody Rhodes, from what I understand, Cody Rhodes was in WWE prior, like years ago. I don't remember. I vividly remember him as Stardust. But I don't remember him like before or after that, like having seen him in any other matches or anything like that. But Cody Rhodes was in, yeah, WWE previously. I guess he left after his contract ended. Then he went to AEW. AEW is another wrestling brand, uh, not associated to WWE or anything, but it's just another brand that does wrestling. Um, a lot of the wrestlers' contracts, ch- uh, contracts. A lot of the wrestlers' contract that ended with WWE, they moved to AEW. So, yeah, that's where most of them are, a decent amount of them are right now in AEW wrestling. But anyways, Cody Rhodes was in WWE. I guess when his contract ended, he went to AEW. He was there for a bit, and then he eventually came back to WWE, which was last year in 2022. I believe he made his appearance appearances at WrestleMania when he had a match against against Seth. Seth freaking Rollins is what he calls himself now, Seth Rollins. But yeah, so he made an appearance last year, the beginning of the year of 2022 at WrestleMania, and he's been here since then. So he actually, so when he made his comeback in WWE, Cody Rhodes last year, he had his match. He had a few other matches with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes got injured, which he had to be out for majority for the rest of the year of 2022. Um, I forgot what year specifically he got injured, but he was injured at the beginning of the year. I want to say maybe either the beginning or middle of the year of 2022 when he got injured and then he needed to take time off to do surgery and to do rehabilitation for all of the year of 2022. So he came back again in 2023 from the Royal Rumble. He won it. And now he chooses Roman Reigns to... Um, he chose a match with Roman Reigns for the men's titles. 
and everything. But anyways, we'll get into Roman Reigns, his situation after uh, later on. That's a whole nother mess. But anyways, so yeah, for this one, for this year, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the men's title at WrestleMania. Asuka versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania. Now, another favorite of mine for for pay-per-view events is the Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, which they have two separate matches. Again, one for the men and one for the women. The Women's Elimination Chamber actually only started a few years back. This entire time when they had Elimination Chambers, they only had it for the men. And again, that was probably... That they probably started elimination chambers in the nineties. It could have been earlier, way back when before that. I could be wrong. But elimination chambers was only for men. And maybe within this past few years or so, they also made elimination chambers for the women as well. Now with the elimination chambers, this is a I would say it's a pretty brutal matches. Whether it's the women's or the men's, it's a pretty brutal matches. With the Elimination Chambers is that you have five people. I think five or six people in the match. Two people starts off the matches. Okay? It's the same rules and everything for the men and the women. So for the match, there's about wait, um, six people. I want to say about six people in the match. Two people starts the matches off. Wait. Yeah, two people starts the match. The remaining four will be locked up in pods. They have this thing called pods. And each pod, there's four pods. And each person is going to be in each pod. And I think it's every 60 seconds or two minutes, a pod will be randomly selected. And each and that person will get to enter the match. Excuse me. So, for example, we had, there was an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view event back in February. Now, um, yeah, so it's two people that starts the matchup. Four people are put in separate pods of their own. And it's randomly selected every 60 seconds or two minutes where each person will be released into the match. From their pods. So there's about four different pods. With one person in each one. And with the elimination chamber match. It's there. These matches are pretty much in a. Literally in a still cage match. There's a still cage. That goes around the entire match. The entire ring. And you get to use the still cages. As part of your matches, if you want to throw somebody into the cage, you can do that. If you want to climb to the top of the cage, you can do that. And then jump down to whoever is below underneath you. So pretty pretty much the steel cage is your weapon that you can use in the match. And I will tell you that they definitely, these superstars definitely do use these steel cages um, as part of their match. So... Yeah, that's the Elimination Chamber match. Sorry if this seems kind of confusing for you guys. It's probably best for you guys to go um, check the videos out on YouTube to get a better understanding as well. 
because I'm only talking about it and maybe some of you guys can visualize it not too well. So maybe if anything, just YouTube it to understand it a bit more. But anyways, next favorite pay-per-view event is WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the one that everybody looks forward to going to. Whether it's superstars that look forward to WrestleMania or that or fans that look forward to going to WrestleMania every year, which it happens every year in April. Now, WrestleMania, as I talked about at earlier, Royal Rumble, if you're part of the Royal Rumble matches and you win the match, you're pretty much set to have a WrestleMania event with either the female championship or the male championship. It's at your choosing. Your that your choice, whichever one, and you get you get your so the Royal Rumble guarantees you a match at WrestleMania either with the women's, whether you're going for the women's titles or the the men's titles. You are pretty much just guaranteed a match to WrestleMania. So that is why I like to watch WrestleMania because I like to see who wins the Royal Rumble and sometimes. Who who is the who is the champion at the time when you get to WrestleMania, and then I just like to see the outcome at WrestleMania between the Royal Rumble winners and the the um, champion at the time. So that's just pretty much why I like to watch WrestleMania. Other than that, there's some good matches that goes on as well. But anyways, my next favorite pay per view event is Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is another good pay-per-view event um, that happens every year that I look forward to every year. So there's two matches, of course, two separate matches in Money in the Bank, one for the women and one for the men. Again, the women's Money in the Bank match probably only started happening for the women probably within this last five years or so. Within this last five years, I'm pretty sure women had, there was a Money in the Bank match match for women other than that there's only been money in the bank matches for men now with the money in the bank money in the bank matches again the rules and everything is the same for the women and the same for the men now the match the way that this match goes for money in the bank is i think there's between five to ten people that can be part of the match and And the thing with this match is there's a suitcase. There's a suitcase that hangs at the top of the match. And in order for you to get that suitcase, you have to go up a ladder. You have to go up a ladder and reach for that briefcase. That suit. Oh, it's not a suitcase because it's a briefcase. My bad. There's a briefcase at, at the top of the mat, at the top of the ring. That you have to get to. And in order to get to that briefcase. You have to go up a ladder. And of course you go up the ladder. There's going to be multiple multiple people. That goes up the ladder. Because like I said. There's between 5 to 10 people. That can enter that money in the bank match. And you know. Everybody is up to get that briefcase. You know. Everybody wants that briefcase. Because what that briefcase is is within that briefcase, there is a contract. A contract that guarantees you a title match against a, against a woman's 
champion and against the men's champion. Now, it doesn't matter what brand you choose, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, or NXT, you are guaranteed a title match against a woman and against a man of your choosing. And I think you have one year to to use that contract. Otherwise, it's, you know, you go up to one year, you don't use it, then you lose it pretty much. But you have one year to cash out that contract and use it against a title, a title match. So yeah, the Money in the Bank briefcase, you get that briefcase, you are guaranteed a title match against a woman or a man, regardless if it's Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. So that's why I enjoy watching Money in the Bank to see who wins those those briefcases. I guess you can say there's two different ways to guarantee a title match. Money in the Bank and Royal Rumble. Which happens, yeah, a decent amount of months far apart from each other, of course. Now, another another pay-per-view that's a favorite of mine, which is the last one on my list, of course. So the last one on my list of my favorite pay-per-views events is Survivor Series. Survivor Series! Survival Series! Now with this pay-per-view event that usually happens in November. Yeah, it seems to usually happen in November. But with Survivor Series, so with this with this event, it's different from all the other events that happens. Because you're not you're not winning any title matches. You're not trying to get involved in any matches that could guarantee you a title match or anything like that. What Survivor Survivor Series is all about is you're challenging the other brand. Each brand is challenging the other brand to see which brand is is the best, pretty much. So you got Raw, you got SmackDown, and you got NXT. Okay, each brand, each of those brands have tag team titles. For the men and for the women, each of those brands have has a women's title match. Has I mean, not a title match, but each of those brands has a woman um, who's a champion and has a male who's a champion. And then you got somebody who's a, a intercontinental champion and United States champion. So you got all these champions that are going to challenge each other at Survivor Series. Because they want to prove that their brand that they're from is the best. And then you also got these other mini matches in between as well that are not title matches. That doesn't involve any titles or anything like that. You There's two matches. One for the men and one for the women. Each one has five, I think five, five men and five women from each brand of SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. You choose five men and you choose five women. And they are all involved in one match. And you have to try and eliminate as much members as you can from each brand. To prove you're superior. That your brand you're from is superior to other brands. So basically at the end of the show. At the end of the day. What you're trying to do is prove that the brand that you are from is better than the other brands. So that's what Survivor Series is all about. Proving which brand is the best raw smackdown or nxt so that's why i enjoy watching survivor series to see which brands come on top of course there are some brands 
some someone's such brands that don't win anything and they just lose lose you're not losing titles or anything like that you still get your titles you're just not making your brand look so good if you keep losing the match pretty much but yes those are my favorite reasons as to why i enjoy each of these pay-per-view events now that's pretty much all as to why i enjoy watching wrestling and what events i enjoy watching as well now as far as like other things that goes on in wwe there has been a few other things that's gone gone on in wwe aside from the pay-per-view events and everything now kind of going back to roman reigns as i mentioned earlier in the show roman reigns and his cousins the usos which are roman reigns is a champion for the wall brawl title and the smackdown title and then the usos which is roman's cousins they are the tag team champions for the raws raw titles and for the smackdown titles so each of them own each of them are carrying the raw titles and the smackdown titles because they won the titles for each of those brands and how that came about was in 2020 when they had a match against whoever the champion was at that time they had a match against those champions and they unified the titles so that's that is how Roman and the Usos got the SmackDown and the Raw titles was because of that match that they had against the champions in 2020 at that time. It was a unified title match. So whoever won the match got to unify the titles and keep both titles from the brand. And of course, throughout the years they um had matches, you know, they put the the titles up for matches and Whoever their opponents was just did not win the matches. They still have the titles, the Usos and Roman Reigns. They still have the titles. So they unified the titles in 2020 and they've had it since then, which is like three years already. So I'm like patiently waiting to see, you know, they need to ununify the titles, you know, give smackdown or raw titles to somebody else to other tag team partners and then give the raw the raw champion and the smackdown champion to somebody else you know i i I mean i think it's cool that they you know it's it was cool that they unified it to show how great the usos and romans are uh, roman is you know to show that they're you know they're on the top of their game which we all know by now that they are at the top of their game but I think they should un ununified, not um, well. I don't know if that makes sense. But I think since they unified it, they should now separate it, go back to separating it to give other people chances in holding the titles for each brand of SmackDown or Raw. Again, that's just my opinion. But yeah, so that's what going. That's what's going on with the Usos and Roman Reigns. Now, <clears throat> there's some things that's going on with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is the owner of WWE. I have no idea if he's still the owner right now. But when he was the owner of WWE, back in 2020, when the pandemic started in 2020, he started releasing superstars. During the beginning of the pandemic, he was releasing superstars. Um, I guess things weren't sales maybe weren't doing so well i'm not too sure but he was releasing superstars during the pandemic 
And as I mentioned earlier in the episode, the superstars that he was releasing from WWE, whether the contracts ended or not, whoever he released from WWE, they went on to AEW, such as Daniel Bryan. I know Daniel Bryan's one of them. Um, Luke Harper was one of them. The the Revival was a tag team that went to AEW. There's quite a few people that went from WWE to AEW. But anyways, um, not every superstar that was released from WWE went to AEW. Um, some of them did. Some of them didn't. So, yeah. So, when Vince McMahon was in charge of WWE, he released superstars during that pandemic. Then, at one point, he retired. And then, I guess he put Shawn Michaels and Triple H in charge. So, Shawn Michaels was in charge of NXT. And then, Triple H was in charge, pretty much, of Raw and SmackDown. Which, with them... You know, everybody seems to really appreciate and enjoy Triple H and Shawn Michaels being in charge because they made they created more opportunities for the superstars to have matches. Whether it was for whether it was title matches or not, they just had superstars just had more opportunities in having um, any type of match, pretty much. Um, they also brought back um, some of the superstars that were released during during the pandemic. So there has been a decent amount of superstars that was also brought back to WWE, um, either by Shawn Michaels or Triple H. So that was a good thing, a good improvement in WWE. And a lot of the superstars seem to be really happy as well when they saw um, slowly some of the superstars coming back. And then also, I'm not sure how true this is. I mean, I tried looking up on it googling it a few times but um according to the internet of course you can't believe everything you see or read on the internet but according to the internet wwe that was too much w's wwe is currently in the process of being sold so yeah vince i think i vividly remember seeing articles saying about how vince mcmahon wants to sell wwe so I guess WWE right now is in the process of being sold. Like it's like it's being up for auction right now. I don't think anybody bought it yet, bought the company yet, but WWE is in the process of being up for auction to be sold right now. I'm not sure what's the reason behind that. I've tried searching again. Like I said, I've tried searching to see why WWE is being sold, but yeah. That's as far as I got is WWE is in the process of being auctioned to be sold right now. They're not sure who. I don't know who either. We're not sure who it's going to be sold to. But yeah, that is that. Also, that's, well, I don't have any also's. Oh, well, actually, one a few things that before I forget. Um, last year, they also had... This guy named Logan Paul. Logan Paul, who is like a social media creator, social media influencer. He's one of the two. I know he's a social media something, something to do with social media creator, something like that, who decided to join WWE for whatever reason. 
I'm not sure what his reasons behind it was, but he decided to, this guy, Logan Park, decided to join WWE. Sorry, decided to join WWE, I guess, because he thought it would be fun. Probably because he wanted to, I don't know, thought he would be fun, I guess. But anyways, he joined this guy, social media creator guy named Logan Paul, joined WWE last year. He had his first match with The Miz, which they teamed up as tag team partners. The Miz turned on him, which Logan Paul and The Miz had a match against each other. And then at one point during the year in 2022, I guess Logan Paul has a podcast and Roman Reigns was on his podcast. After Roman left the show, Logan Paul made a comment about how he can beat Roman Reigns for his titles for one of his titles or for his titles in general. So then Roman and Logan Paul ended up having a title match. I forgot what pay-per-view event it was for, but they had a title match last year. This is last year, of course. They had a title match and Roman ended up winning, winning the title match. So yeah, I'm not sure what Logan's Paul reasons or deal for wanting to join WWE. But, you know, he actually did put on a good show. I did watch the pay-per-view event that he had with Roman Reigns. He actually did put on a good show. He, I mean, it was entertaining to a certain extent, of course. But, yeah. I think it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's goofy or anything, but, you know, and you guys, you know, whether or not you believe wrestling, WWE wrestling is real or fake, whatever your opinion is on it is your opinion, but... For me, I think for a guy like Logan Paul, who is a social media creator, you know, to come into WWE, who has no, like a lot of these superstars that are in WWE, they've watched wrestling ever since they were a little kid and they grow up to want to be WWE superstars, which majority of them do, you know, they majority of them do end up growing up and being WWE superstars. And they've, you know, when they're younger, they've attended matches, they've attended, you know, events pertaining to WWE. And they do fulfill their dreams of being a WWE superstar. So I guess there's not very much people that are taking to the like of Logan Paul joining WWE for that period of time, you know, challenging for a title, you know, main doing a pay-per-view event or anything like that because they feel he's not in it for the long haul. They feel he's not, Logan Paul isn't for the long haul, in it for the long haul. He's not in it for the love of WWE. He's, they believe that, some of these superstars believe that he's in it just to fill his pockets with money, pretty much. So, yeah. I mean, maybe, who knows why he's doing this why he joined WWE for that for 2022. I don't know. Who knows? But he was entertaining when I watched that match with Roman Reigns. Do I think he should continue to be a WWE superstar? No. Leave that for everybody else that are already a WWE superstar and leave that for other people that are going to grow up to be WWE superstars and whatnot. But anyways, this is pretty much all I have for you on this episode of talking about sports talking about wrestling now you guys know what my favorite sports are which is wwe wrestling because i do get that quite often where people ask me at work 
or just in general where people ask me if I'm into sports or anything like that, or do you watch the football game, you know, and whatnot. And I know we had the Super Bowl recently um, back in February too. So I know football is a big thing here. I am not into sports. The only sports you guys, the only sports I'm into is WWE wrestling. So now you guys know that. The only other thing I would watch is the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl halftime show. That's the only time I'll like venture out to football or venture out to any other show is to watch the halftime show at the Super Bowl, at the football Super Super Bowl. That's pretty much it. But other than that, this is pretty much all I have for this show, for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, maybe you guys might find wrestling interesting if you go and watch a few of these previews of these pay-per-view matches that I've mentioned. If not, that's fine. That's totally up to you. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode that I've talked about. Uh, Today's episode, today's topic for today's episode of talking about wrestling, WWE. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Other than that, don't forget to comment, like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Mm -hmm.